Where am I? Where am I? What am I doing? Floating deep in space. Yes. The escape pod once again. Me, me, me. I don't know why I was just singing Lord of the Rings. Me, 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 me. I just, it it sounds like the, the music at the Chinese spacey. restaurant I like to go to. Oh. Or Genoso's <laughs> Chicken. You, do you eat in Chinese restaurants? Only some of them. Yeah. There's a... The swankier ones. The swanky, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't eat in them normally. No. I just get the takeout and eat it alone at home. Yeah. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll do that. Is there some good Chinese around here? I don't know. I have no idea. Because the Chinese food that I used to get was when I lived near college. Mm. And it was, like, really awesome. But yeah, I'm there once a week, so I usually get it when I'm there. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, there's a Chinese place and a Thai place there. So it's like I switch back and forth. Yeah. You know. Chinese is more filling to me. And then an hour later, you're starving. That's that's what it does. Well, for me, that's what Thai does. Oh, really? I'm always hungry like an hour later after Thai. Well, the Thai food that I get is um is pad Thai, but the chicken is like, it's not that gross chicken that you get in Chinese food. Mm. You know, it's like not, I don't really know what it it's is. It's like an actual It's like a chicken breast mm, cut in pieces. Discernible yeah. piece yeah. of yeah. So, you know, it fills you up better. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. You gotta do that. You know. Yeah. So. So here we are. Episode 31 of Nerd Novice. Yeah. I'm Jim. I'm Megan. Yeah. We haven't done that in a while. No, we haven't. I kept trying to throw it out. But you missed my. Well, ep- you missed it every time. The last, I think we caught it last week. I don't know. But the week before that, you tossed it out, and I missed it. I know it happened twice in a row. I think it yeah. was the week before that and the week before that. Because yeah. I was like, "That's right, Jim," and you were like, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah." And you were supposed to be like, "Yeah, Megan," <laughs> <laughs> and you did not catch it. Yeah, that's okay. I forgive you. It's out of out of rhythm. <laughs> it was going off script. So the script du jour, this is our second episode of Jostoberfest. Jostoberfest, yeah. living it up. Talking about Firefly. Firefly. For this week and next week as well. Yes. I'm excited. I think people have been wanting us to talk about this for a while. Oh, yeah. People keep yeah. mentioning it. This has been, yeah, probably. It's a fan favorite. If not the number one request, but probably in the top three. Yeah. And I think, well, it's like the Star Wars thing. It Mm -hmm. was, we could have waited and waited and waited because Mm -hmm. to a certain extent, Star Wars was like the elephant in the room. Yeah, (laughs) it kind of was. Because we kept talking about Star Trek. So it's like, okay, you know, we we could wait forever until the right time to talk about Firefly. Yeah. And we were making this be... I think the it right turned time. out to be the right time because now it's Jostoberfest. It totally is. Yeah. And I, I think the, the opening salvo that I would launch in this discussion is, is a question. Okay. What, what is Joss Whedon's true magnum opus? Oh. 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 Okay, we need to figure out the pool of choices here, don't we? Yes. Okay. So we've got Buffy. We've got Firefly. We've got 
Angel, which I automatically am going to cross off. Um, what else? We have Dollhouse, Dollhouse, Serenity, the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Avengers, Avengers. Um, trying to think of other stuff. Agents of Shield, which is it's only been barely three, just three begun. Episodes, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. He wrote a bunch of other stuff, too. I mean, he's written comics. He's written a lot of comics. Oh, the Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. Yeah. And the Cabin in the Woods, which I've never seen. Yeah. We're not very, uh, we're not Joss completists here. No. Sadly. We should be. There's there's no excuse, but. It's fine. Yeah. I still wonder, when is that Much Ado About Nothing? Is that out yet? Oh, yeah. No, that was, come, a, that was last. Come and gone. Yeah. I didn't even yeah, And we'll it. be on that looked DVD good. soon. Oh, yeah. I want to see it for yeah, sure. I'm going to see it. Um, okay. So the Magnum Opus. Let's see. It's definitely between Buffy and Firefly. Right. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, okay. Let's talk about them. Firefly kind of fulfills. It's almost like the dream of every young boy is to be a space cowboy pirate, right? All three in one. I'd say that's accurate. Yeah. So. When I was a little girl, that's what I wanted to be. Yeah. <laughs> so Firefly kind of addresses that fantasy, right? right? And the fantasy life of every young girl, I feel, is, well, the cool ones at least, is to be both feminine and badass at the same time. And maybe be the hero every once in a while. And that would be Buffy. Right? So it's almost like he kind of went for both the boy and the girl show. And he made it enjoyable for both genders. Yeah. I feel like maybe that's kind of okay. a good point to make. I, don't I, know. I, I think that is a very good point to make. Because I Let's, never like went around wanting to be a cowboy space pirate, but watching okay. it on TV is awesome. I mean, sure. I can now. I want that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. but I never thought about it on my own. Well, let me just throw this back in your face. Okay, do it. See what you say about this. Would you say that Firefly is more than just the male? Space pirate fantasy. Well, yeah, power trip, absolutely. And Buffy's more than the the feminine badass fantasy. Sure, sure. I think so. I think he he kind of took a very basic idea and made it into something that speaks to everyone mm-hmm. and has a statement to make. Okay, like um, you know, with with Firefly. You know, you do start with this whole, like, how cool would it be to be a captain of a ship that floats around in space and does, like, illegal things, but then also rescues people and, you know, like, how cool would that be? But then you also have this whole other aspect to it where it's about, um, there's statements about, like, government involvement with things and, like, um people and violence and um how 
when people are controlled by a small entity, it kind of creates bad things. You know, it talks about war and veterans and, you know, all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. So it, it starts out with a whole basic idea, but then it becomes Whedonized. Right. And makes a great statement on culture. Yeah. Which they, is what Buffy does too. Right. Yeah. They they both have have a lot of depth yeah. in that regard. So we still haven't answered our question. No, we haven't. I think that and maybe the beauty of the question is is in fact that it's unanswerable or, or certainly no matter how you spin it, it is arguable. But I if you don't mind, I'd kind of like to continue mm-hmm. fleshing this out just a little bit more. So Buffy obviously wins in the quantity. Yeah, I was going to bring that up too. Area. Yeah. Seven full seasons versus a single lone season mm-hmm. of Firefly. In fact, not even a full season. Right. By by most standards, it's 14 episodes. Mm-hmm. And so you have that. And of course, that wasn't, uh, certainly wasn't Plus the movie, Joss's which fault. Is, yeah. Right. Uh, or or his intent. It was canceled by the network after being shuffled around mm-hmm. in multiple time slots. And not to mention the fact that the show uh, episodes were not, they were not all aired in order. Yeah. I think, and it should be made to say a point that um, he probably wrote this with the intent that it was going to continue. Right. So... I just want to put that out there for a future point that I'm going to make. Right. Okay, keep going. Yep. So there's that. So I think Buffy Buffy gets the check mark in the in the column of completed. Of completed. Mhm. Yes. Buffed. Yes. Fully buffed. Fully weedenized. Which one which one do you think is a more original concept? Mhm. Um, I don't want to seem, you know, leaning, but I think Buffy might be. I mean, I feel like Firefly has a lot of Star Trekian influences in it. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of the Harrison Ford of of uh, a series kind of deal, you know, where he's he's basically just Han Solo but cooler, right? Um, and and that's that's something that I would agree wholeheartedly. With. And then he's also got the same kind of deal as Star Trek, where because um, I just went back without saying that I was going into Star Wars, but Star Trek, where it's kind of like the ship that has this ongoing mission, but encounters other things along the way, and and ends up helping people or making bad connections or you know whatever. It's kind of got the same outline, I guess, as Star Trek does, right? It's with all with all credit due to Firefly. In a way, it is very much the love child of Star Wars and Star Trek. Yeah, and Captain Mal is he's Han Solo. I mean, he is exactly Han Solo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is cool because Han Solo is awesome, so that's fine. Right. Um. Right. But yeah, I mean, I think as far as Buffy goes and original content, um, I think that yeah, there's been stories of vampires for forever, 
and they've been going on for a long, long time. But um, the fact that it's this female character and the fact that the vampires are kind of having their own different like lore to them and it's not really just about being a vampire slayer. It's also about people growing and changing and like, you know, all different walks of life and whatnot. And it has a really good, uh, I'd say it's like 90% original mm-hmm. and 10% reused. Yeah. Agreed. I don't know. And then Firefly would probably be yeah, 30% original. No, 40 I'd I'd almost go, I'd go even more than that. Yeah, it's half. You know. Yeah, it, yeah, I could see that. So getting back to the to the original thing, which which is the magnum opus, if if I were to say one way or the other, I would say that it's probably Buffy. But only because Firefly was cut short. I might agree with you. Had yeah. Firefly gone even a few seasons, yeah, then it might be a different, yeah, a different conversation. It would have more poignancy to it, I think. And the fact that Serenity was kind of rushed in at the end there, that would have been way cooler to see gradually over time, you know, to see River kind of become this like crazy you know experiment gone right i guess or wrong but Mm -hmm. um you know like it would have been cooler to see that develop and i think that's what buffy wins in is that he was able to end it and therefore he was able to uh bring the characters to a certain point successfully and you know it became really poignant because it was able to be completed and it was able to um, make a statement and several statements. And I think Firefly was like beginning the introductory part of those statements, but then never really was able to go further than that. Yeah. I was thinking the exact yeah. same thing. There was, he created a an entire galaxy of places and situations and I really feel like we only got, we barely got a taste of it. Imagine if it was a whole franchise like Star Trek. Man, I mean that, and, yeah. and that's the beauty that of Firefly awesome. is, is for for all of the, uh, for all of the inspiration that it takes from established franchises, it really I I feel could have, or let's even just say could still potentially have that same kind of staying power. I think it's it's rich enough to do that. I think so too. I think the whole Reavers thing alone is like this whole amazing uh like piece on culture and and involvement in like uh experimentation and whatnot, you know. But yeah. like people playing god. It's this whole statement on that it's just really it could have been really stretched out and examined further it would have been cool yeah so i think i think the main thing that that we want to try to to accomplish in in this episode like i said we're also going to talk about firefly next week as well and and ostensibly the the viewing assignment was to watch the first half of the series for this week 
Um, but I, I, I think before we start talking about episodes specifically or, or even just episodes in general, mm-hmm. we just want to look at a look at the characters and and talk about them and, and who they are and and what their backstory is. Yeah. Coming into the series. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. So we should just start, I guess, with Captain Mal. Yeah. So the series opens with a flashback, um, or I guess it's not really a flashback. Um, it's a kind of historical reference um, of of Mal, who is a sergeant in the independent uh, group, like the Rebels, the Rebel Alliance, yeah. basically. And um, played by Nathan Fillion, who is awesome, who also is crazy awesome in Buffy, but a whole different character uh at the end did you you saw him right oh yeah yeah you saw some of the last few episodes um so he he and zoe are um kind of just these independents who are fighting a, a big battle against the alliance and the alliance it gives a really cool um synopsis at the beginning of each episode where um they have the voiceover talk about what's going on in the world or in the universe, I guess. And um, they say that that after the Earth was used up, we found different planets and settled on different planets in, in another galaxy. And um, then the Alliance was trying to be the ruler of all of these planets, but the independents were fighting back and saying that they, there shouldn't be a ruler of all the planets. And um, so they kind of fought over it and they lost and so now they're kind of like floating around on the outskirts of the galaxy or in different areas to try to not really run into the Alliance very much. Um, so that's kind of the setting that we're in here. But um, but Mal was a sergeant and it starts with this whole battle scene. So um, now after, I don't know, a few years later, several years later, he's a captain of a ship. So he's got this veteran history and he's kind of like smuggler veteran guy. Right. <laughs> Which is a little different than Han Solo cuz Han Solo was never part of it until he became uh the pilot for Right. Yeah, Han was never Obi-Wan. affiliated yeah. with with anyone. Yeah. Until He was just kind of a loner guy whereas Mal was part of a group trying to make a change. And right. Saw people die. For and it. yeah, exactly. And and that ends up kind of informing his personality and and serves as his conscience. Mm-hmm. Because now he's he's flying around all over the place in in the ship which is called Serenity. And they're called the show is called Firefly because the ship looks like a firefly, and it's a Firefly class. Firefly like that's class the name of the type yeah. of ship. Yeah, and he he wants the thing is is he wants to be Han Solo, mm-hmm. but he more often than not makes choices that are more along the lines of Captain Kirk. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, he definitely he's like he wants to not care, but he his caring comes out every once in a while. Right. Yeah. And he, he tries to act like a 
he like at one point he was saying to Kaylee how he was a mean old man and she was like no you're a nice guy and he's like no I'm mean and she was like no you're nice and it was like okay you're kind of a little both but you're not as mean as you wish you were you know right yeah 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 so what do you think about that whole opening scene then with like you know the whole it starts off by showing the fight in the battle, the fight in the war years ago. Right. So you see Zoe and him, you know, working together. Yeah. It, what it does is it really sets the stage for showing that he's a good leader. He's got good skills in that regard and that he cares about the people that serve with him. And, and that it's the perfect introduction yeah. To to Captain Mal. Cuz if we just if we just heard that about him from like just people talking, it would not have the same effect. Right. It's like Okay, so I I kind of like rewatched the first episode pretty carefully and um there's a scene where or maybe this was in the second episode now I can't remember, but um there's a scene where he shows up him and Zoe and and Jane are at a bar in um like an alliance friendly bar on U Day, Unification Day, which is the day they lost. And so he like gets in a bar fight with all these alliance friendly people. And just seeing that to have that establish his history would not have been enough. Cause it would have been like, oh, this guy's like a washed up, he lost the war, whatever, he's mad about it. But seeing the scene first of the actual battle that happened and then going back to this bar and seeing how pissed he gets when people start like smack talking the independence, you're more on his side and you're more like, screw them. Why would they say that? You know, cause you, you've seen the action before that happened, which I think is really effective. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what about Zoe? Well, here's, here's what I really like about, about Zoe and, and her husband wash. Yeah. Um, Because I kind of want to address that as as a pair. I I like what Joss does about making Zoe is. Zoe is for all intents and purposes, the alpha in that relationship. Is that okay to say? Yeah. Okay. Um, And it it just it's really refreshing because in a lot of shows, you'd have a male character and then the tag-along wife or girlfriend. Right. Where with, with Zoe and Wash, it's, it's kind of the opposite. Yeah. You know, she's, she's just the consummate yeah. badass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that about them, and I like the fact that um, Zoe and Mal have such a deep friendship and relationship from, you know, back in the war days and they're so loyal to each other and that Wash is like the third wheel out of that right. relationship. Right. Which is kind of interesting to see. Yeah. But it's nice to have him in there too because, um, by her having a spouse, it's not like this whole will they or won't they Ross and Rachel thing yeah. between Mal Ugh. and Zoe. I, it's so refreshing to see 
a male and female main character friendship without the whole like sexual tension. There's none of it. Right. It's awesome because you see that she's like super loyal to him, to Mal as a second in command, and um, and her and she's also deeply in love with with Wash. You know, so it's like you get to see both sides of of her kind of um, personal life and work life. But then there's none of that, like you said, Ross and Rachel crap that happens between the two of them. Right. It's awesome. It's it's cool to see. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of another show that does that. You know, neither can I because the the other the other one that I was going to cite as an example is like Picard and Crusher. Yeah. And there's definitely like there's I said when I first saw on. it and I never knew how that series yeah. would end up, I said that they totally do it. Right. Yeah. Which on one hand Bravo to Star Trek for not doing the easy thing and making them and like putting them yeah. together. Yeah. But on the other hand, I think I think as fans we probably would have been okay with it. Yeah, it would have been it would have been cute. But yeah. you know, it's not it's good to know that they don't do the whole like they're together, they're not together. The Ross and Rachel thing, I remember when I first saw when I was first watching Friends, it was when I was in college and we all somebody had it on DVD and we got together and watched it mm-hmm. as like that. I didn't really watch it on TV because when when it was on I was not interested. And um uh I remember being like really into it, you know, like mm-hmm. the storyline of like, oh my god, are they going to get together or not? But like thinking about it now, it's like, geez, nobody ever does that. Nobody does that whole like break up, get together, break up, get together, break up right. 10 million times just to prolong the suspense of them getting together, you know. Right. And it ruins the life, end because in the yeah. end you're like, is this for real this time? Cuz I'm not really sure. Yeah. I can see it failing again. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah, that doesn't really happen in real life unless no. you're in a seriously dysfunctional and everyone around like, you is like weird uh, codependent honey. relationship yeah. <laughs> where everybody's like, "Please get rid of that dude. <laughs> He's terrible." Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Somebody should do this would be so great. I I hope and pray that it actually exists. Somebody should do a phantom edit of Friends. Yeah. Minus all the Ross and Rachel like that would be a perfectly good show. Yeah, dude. Minus Ross be. and Rachel stuff. It would be. Although I like them separately as characters. That's the thing that stinks cuz Ross is funny with his like nerdy dinosaur knowledge. Right. But well, well I'm not saying like excise them completely. But just the romance just, part. Yeah, any of the yeah. romance stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, tangent. <laughs> but I agree. I I think it's it's cool to see the different uh, I just lost my train of thought. The different um, it's the atypical dynamic. Dynamic is the word I was looking for. Yeah. Yes, that's what I was looking for. Yeah. Totally. All right. So um, oh, and also I for some reason watched Dollhouse before I watched Firefly. Really? Because I saw it all on Netflix mm-hmm. and um the picture on the firefly clip the thumbnail mm-hmm. didn't i don't know it didn't look that cool didn't catch your eye i was just like right. okay whatever just a spaceship yeah and then i finally got to it because i knew i had to mm-hmm. um but um so when i see wash i think of his character on dollhouse which is like 
evil. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's a bad guy on hmm. Dollhouse. Okay. So I always, well, he starts off as a bad guy, but um, I always see his face. And I'm like, <gasps> I don't know. Actually, ironically enough, his name is Alpha on Dollhouse. Is it really? And he just called Zoe the huh. Alpha, which is wrong because obviously the guy who plays Wash is the Alpha <laughs> in Dollhouse. Yeah. Yeah, I was a little bit of a late bloomer to Firefly. I didn't watch it when it in its original run. Probably wasn't until maybe like 2000. When was it even or on? Something. Let's see. Um it was on 2002. Yeah. Huh. 11 years old. Who's 11 that? years old. What? It's 11 years old. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Um I guess, what was I doing? I was in high school. I didn't really watch... I watched anime in high school. Mm. I wasn't watching Firefly. Little little uh, Cowboy Bebop. Actually, no. Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. More like yeah. uh, Dragon Ball Z. Yep. Whatever. Cartoon Network. Speaking of Cartoon Network, I saw Adventure Time. Yeah. With Megan number two the other day. Okay. And it's awesome. Yes, it but is. But I would never show it to my child. No, 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 no. Yeah. No. Exactly. <laughs> it's like Ren and Stimpy. One of my uh, friends said that on Twitter. It's like um, when Ren and Stimpy was on and I was a kid when that was on mm-hmm. and I was just like. <gasps> yeah. That's how I feel I would be about it. I showed Time. I showed Alex one episode of Adventure Time. <laughs> and like during the whole episode, I was just sitting there going like. Please don't like this. Please don't like this. Please don't like this. And he totally liked it. But I was like, okay, that's it. That's, that's the all. whole show. Da, da, da. Adventure time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they say like freaking and sucks and like yeah. they, the uh, all the references that they were making. And it was like, oh my God, this is just not child yeah. appropriate. Have you yeah. seen the, the episode with Lemon Grab? No, I saw the first episode. I think the first two episodes. Okay. So my new favorite character, I'm going to keep watching, but I love uh, Lumpy Space Princess. Oh, yeah. She's like, I was Shan. I forget how she talks, <laughs> but it's, yeah. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's all really good. weird. But um, that's a cool show. Anyway. <sighs> okay. Firefly. Firefly. Continuing on. Yes. Back on track. So we've got Inara. Yeah. Next. Space hooker, hooking in space. <laughs> I think it's really interesting about this whole idea of a companion and how it's like a fancy whore, but it's like really seen as something highly sophisticated. Right. It's like, uh, why pick it up? Well, <laughs> I can't. Yeah, talk. hookers. Uh, <laughs> no, <it's>, drooling. <laughs> no. It, well, it is because it, it. What it does is it. It's it's portraying a prostitution as this high class, class, highly sophisticated. Yes. These activity. Are the, these are the words I was looking for. And so it's it's interesting to to see. See a character like that in a in a show because, again, in typical TV, uh, sex workers are not the protagonists. No, except Pretty Woman. That's right. Movie. But right. yeah, right. Mm-hmm. 
I think it's really interesting. And um, I think it's cool that, like, she's this high status. Um, it's not just a, it's not just her job. It's her lifestyle and her, um, the reason why, I think it, she's kind of the reason why um, a lot of times, like, Mal is taken more seriously and the rest of the crew because she's, like, affiliated with them. You know, right? And um, yeah, she just yeah, she sees it as like a um, she's an educator almost. Mm-hmm. Like she, it's, it's her calling yeah. in life. I mean, in, in in the same way that that book is a clergyman, right? She is a companion, and you kind of can see that when they're talking, book and her. Yeah, like they, she, he respects her. Yeah, and yeah. I think she. At first, she gets a little bit um, uncomfortable because Mal's basically like, she's a whore, you know? And he says that to the whole group of passengers. And she's mm-hmm. like, gee, thanks. Jerk, right. You know? And because um, she still gets like pings of insult when people say stuff like that to her, which is kind of weird because it's like, there's still an offensive term for it. Right. Like, how is there still a word that's offensive when it's actually more of a high class position at this point? It's weird that he's like, you know, he's basically just like, well, she's a whore. So that's pretty much all there is to it. And she gets offended. But really being a whore is supposed to be all like socially acceptable. Right. So, I don't know why she gets offended. It's kind of both, I guess. I don't know. Well, I, th- I think what it does is it, it shows you that just just as in, in our microcosm of society here on planet Earth, um lifestyles may be accepted and and maybe even exalted by some people but still condemned by others. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. It's very poignant. That's the I said that word too many times already. That's a good no. statement. Well, it's right it's there. it's applicable. Yeah, um speaking of the whole like romantic tension thing, um Mal and Anara kind of have some and Right. One thing that kind of I get the feeling that Anara would quit being a companion if Mal would be with her. That's yeah. kind of the feeling that yeah. I get. But yeah, I he get that won't vibe admit too. he won't admit his feelings. She only like admits her feelings in a very puzzling, cryptic way. And then he will always it always seems like their conversations are like on a different plane. Like they have these like cryptic back and forth. She's like I know you have feelings for me and I have them too, but she doesn't ever actually say it. And then he rejects her without actually rejecting her. And it's like, they were like just constantly not on the same page. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But. Yeah. There's a, there's a chemistry because of the tension between them. Yeah. For sure. I wonder if that would have been pursued more. Um, if the show had continued now, uh, or if it would have been like Crusher and and Captain Kirk. Yeah. Yeah. Refresh my memory here. Maybe this isn't this is this might be a dumb question. Is our companions accepted by the bad guys in Firefly meaning the alliance? Yeah, by the alliance. Yes. So it's legal in within yeah. the alliance. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not a fringe. No, 
That's right. It's yeah. totally legal, and even really influential people hire them. So right, and so that's w- outwardly, what I th- yeah, like, yeah, without that's, hiding like they do in our universe. That's that's <laughs> what I what I thought, and so I was thinking maybe maybe that's part of why Ooh. some people in the Firefly universe look down upon it. Yeah, because it it is like Mal permitted by the Alliance. And why Mal is sort of like, well, the Alliance is into that, and I don't like the Alliance, so therefore... That makes sense. Screw you and that makes your sense. screwing activities. <laughs> um, no, because remember... Okay, the the I think it's a... Let's look. It's like the second or third episode where they have the whole fancy Oh, they ball, go to the ball, yeah. And she's like, everyone wants to talk to her. Right. Like, she's super um, popular there and everyone's trying to talk to her, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely accepted. Um, but, yeah, I think I think it's cool because she she's kind of a little bit... She's more than just like a, like a prostitute. She's also um, kind of like a... Uh, almost like charm school person like she kind of trains people to be classy also right like she's not just about the prostitution but she's also about like promoting the high class manners and whatnot like i don't know with kaylee she's always kind of like helping her be more of a lady and like i don't know she does stuff like that it's kind of pretty woman in reverse yeah it kind of is yeah yeah I can see that. Yeah. I think it's really cool that that's, that's, uh, she's a character in this, in this show. It's very Joss Whedon-y. Yeah. To have that. Oh, yeah. Like, statement on feminism, like, you know, somehow embedded into his series without actually ever being really outward, you know? She's just, right. it's not like she's like this fighting prostitute who is like trying to be accepted and has you know like a heart of gold and you know she's it's just already in the in the world yeah hooker with a heart of gold (laughs) yeah it's just already included in the thought process of the people in that universe so it's like he's not making that the plot Mm -hmm. it's just cool that it's part of the character list yeah i think yeah yeah so big thumbs up for anara yeah i like her um, so then the rest of the crew, we've got, what, Jane, Kaylee, those are the rest of the yeah. crew members. Yeah. So, Jane. Nice hat. Yeah, nice hat. He also has the same middle name as my sister. Well, this his first name is my sister's middle name, Jane. J-A-Y-N-E. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, he is, in the first episode, kind of seen as, like, uh a liability almost like he could go either way. He could totally be like bought out for money by the Alliance. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just never really know about him. Yeah. He's like the hired help. He's like, the, he's like the hired muscle yeah. on a ship that is all hired muscle. Yeah. But yeah. that's literally his only job. Is yeah. To just be the big guy that shoots people. Right. Yeah. Right. And he gets a little bit too into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Then actually, in our first episode here, we the episode called Janestown is included today. So right. um that that episode is kind of really focused on him. Um and it's this whole like scene where they return to this one planet 
and they had been there a long time ago. And over the years that they were gone, the way that the legend of the folk folk people there, the way that the legend goes, Jane is like this amazing hero and they have a statue for him and all this stuff. And so he has to go back and face, I think, because if I'm remembering correctly, he like kind of forged, like, um, not forged, he kind of like fudged his way into being the hero, but he doesn't feel like he's legitimate enough. Right. He kind of feels yeah. like a fraud. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's a cool episode to just kind of like see his character mm-hmm. kind of be the main plot line. But, but yeah, not really much else to say about him other than he's kind of has no affiliations. Yeah. 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 So Kaylee. Love. She's Kaylee. a fun character. Love her. Love Shiny. Her. Yeah. That's her favorite word to say. I love her. She's, um, I just think she's a great example of a just cool female character who, I don't know, she doesn't like, she doesn't really kick ass or do anything crazy. She's cool. You know, mm-hmm. like she has depth to her. Yeah. Um, which I think is cool. She's a mechanic. We should specify. Right. She's a mechanic for the ship. And, um, um, she just, she's kind of like a mechanic genius, but that's kind of where she only has, like her genius is only in that field. So she's, she's kind of like a prodigy mechanic. Yeah. But yeah. she's really cool. She's all cute and bubbly and at the same time, a little bit, uh, <laughs> like uneven, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love the actress who plays her, Jewel State. Jewel State, yeah. Is that how you say it? I think it is. I yeah. don't know. Um, I really like her a lot. She's cool. Yeah. Again, it's it's another perfect example of 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 Whedon taking a a a typical character archetype and putting it almost completely in reverse. Mm-hmm. So the the mechanic genius engineer, mm-hmm. first of all, female. Yeah. So points there. Yeah. But then the personality. Yeah. Makes it even more of a a yeah. shift. She's. She's sweet. Yeah. 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 I mean, she's got all these like. Very very. Um. She just genuinely. She's genuine. Mm-hmm. She's a very genuine person. She just cares about the people on the ship. Right. Yeah. Which, if, if you think about it in a lot of shows, the uh, the engineer, the mechanic is is usually like the socially awkward. Yeah, that's true. Um, in, in some cases, almost like a sociopathic-ish. Yeah. Ish. Just like tinkers with his toys and that's pretty much all he right. ever does. He doesn't really ever I'm leave. I'm fixing this. Come back in two hours yeah. and it will be done. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah, it's cool. I like it. Do yeah. you sense a kind of like big brother relationship with Mal? Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. I think she um kind of has a crush on him, but it's just like not really she doesn't really want to pursue it. It's just kind of like she admires him a lot. She her But oh, then he's also kind of a big brother to her, I guess. I don't know. What do you think? It's yeah, it's definitely a a, a 
big brother, kid sister thing for the most part. And the other thing that I would say about her personality is it almost, she almost has a, 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 a childlike joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is unusual with any character. Yeah. Really. Yeah. But to, to put this person as, as the mechanic on a spaceship. It's definitely different. Yeah. Yeah. It's super, I love it. How he does that? Maybe Buffy. Maybe uh, Firefly is more original than we gave it credit for. Yeah. Well, maybe in a I, way. I think. Um, well, Star Trek did stuff like this too. I mean, think about the characters on Star Trek. I don't know, like Next Generation. Um, trying to okay, so like the companion would be. Um, I'm like dropping on all their names right now. Help me. Troy. Yeah, Troy. Yeah. And um, the head of security that I love. Worf. No, no, the girl. Tasha. Tasha. Yeah. Why am I forgetting everyone's name? I don't know. It's, I need to eat dinner. Um, Oxygen deprivation in the escape pod. Yeah. That's what happens in space. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's like a female doing a usually typical male job. Right. Um, but she is kind of like the fighting female, so she kind of fits... Mm-hmm. I guess she doesn't really go as far opposite as Kaylee does. Right. What else? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think Firefly is definitely really original. Mm-hmm. It is. But um, maybe it's just original more in the characters than it is in the in the plots. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. Um. So then... So that's the crew. Yeah. Um, and then... Well, we have Simon and River. Yeah. So we should let's talk about them. Okay. Because uh book is the last on the list in Wikipedia yeah. that we're reading down. Yes. <laughs> you gave it away. Shh. Okay, well, I was going to say this earlier and I didn't, but there's actually cuz I didn't want to reveal that we were looking at Wikipedia, yeah. but now that it's out in the open. A special message a- <laughs> from Jimmy Wales. What's that? No, there's a there's a link for Hooker with a Heart of Gold. Oh God! It actually has its own Wikipedia page. Wow! It's like a it's like a character character type. Yeah. Let's click on it. It's like a fi- a filmography of of character types. If that oh isn't the goodness. show title, I don't know what is. It's been going. Ooh, a tart with a heart. Tart with a heart. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. That's amazing. Tart with a heart. Tart with a heart. Okay. Well, anyway. Um. I just like that it has its own page. Yeah. So Simon and River. Yeah. Go. I've been talking River a lot. River is, well, we don't understand River. Yeah, right. She's deeply disturbed. Mm-hmm. And we don't really know why. Yeah. We only kind of get an answer in Serenity, the movie. Yeah. But it's not even really the full answer, I don't think. No. 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 So, okay, keep going. And 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 Simon is is her brother and her protector, and he knows how damaged she's been by made uh, how damaged she's been made by the alliance, mm-hmm. and he he tries fruitlessly for the most part to to try to keep her safe and protected and she's just this amazing 
lethal, mm-hmm. badass. But you don't really know program that. Program to kill. You yeah, don't know we that. don't really know that. You just reveal it. Yeah. You don't know it until Serenity. Yeah. Because you never, you see it maybe once, I think once in the, um, in Firefly towards yeah. the end. Yeah. Where like, she like shoots a bunch of people all in a row and mm-hmm. it's like boom, 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 boom. And they all get shot. Right. And die. And Kaylee really gets freaked out by it. I remember that now and I want to kind of rewatch that part. Mm-hmm. But um, that's going to be talked about more next week, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, she's super smart, highly intelligent. It's kind of cool to see um, a character like this where it's like they're very highly intelligent, but it is debilitating for them. Yeah. So smart that they cannot function. Right. Like a savant. But yeah. she but she was when you see the flashbacks with her and Simon, she was able to function. She was not always like this. Right. But because of the experiments and whatever they did to her, the alliance, now she's like her normal life functions are really low. Right. So. Yeah, it's it's interesting because she is she she is groomed to become a savant, and as it turns out, her ability is to be a total badass. Yeah, I want to talk about that more, but I want to wait. Okay, we'll I really want to that. talk That's about fine. that more because I actually am like, we should talk about the end of Firefly and Serenity next week. You think so? I don't know. Maybe not. I said that, and then you were like, Ugh. "No, we can do that." Okay. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to, but I'm just thinking. Yeah. If we did, it would kind of encompass the whole idea of the series. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. That's fine. That way um, we can kind of close it out. Yeah. Um, so we, we'll, find, we'll find one more thing to watch for uh, Just Hope no, Fest. Wait, were we doing that the week after? Yeah. Oh, I thought we were doing Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that week. No. There's one more week in October. There was I think one there more is. week. Okay, yeah. never mind. Then we won't. Yeah. Okay. So we'll do it. The rest of Firefly next week and then the week after okay. Serenity. Sorry, I was no, 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 that's fine. thinking there was a week less than we had. Okay. Um, yeah, so then about Simon. Yeah. He's a doctor. He was like a surgeon or something crazy in like, you know, New York General Hospital yeah. kind of deal. Whatever. And he, um, he rescues his sister because, well, I was... Um, watching the first episode again. So I kind of just recently saw this whole monologue that he gives when the crew forces him to tell them everything because, um, too much has gone on. They're being pursued. They want to know why, what the heck's going on. So Simon gets up in front of them and he kind of tells a story about his sister. So he, he basically says that he's like, I'm incredibly smart. I'm gifted. I have much intelligence and my sister makes me look like an idiot. So right, he starts yeah. it by that. So he, so he's like, you know, she was always able to excel at anything she ever tried. And didn't matter what it was. It could be anything. Dance, physics, whatever. So she always excels at everything. And she's incredibly intelligent. And then one day, um, they hear from this, like, renowned school that has this amazing program for people like her. And... um they decide to send her to that school and a few years or no, like, you know, a few months or whatever go by and he gets a letter from her that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And he figures out that it's coded 
and somehow is basically telling him they're hurting us. And um, so he goes to try to save her. And it takes him a few years to be able to get in and do it. And he finally does it. Right. And um, so he's basically, they're on the run. And the Alliance is after them because she knows too much. And, you know, she's seen too much. And they need to stop it. So he's just this um, incredible character. You know, I think he is a really cool uh, just personality. and, And what he's done for his sister's pretty interesting yeah yeah it's interesting because well the the first thing is river is is the firefly universe's wolverine except in this case wolverine has family who cares about him very much cares about her Mm -hmm. very much and so what what makes simon cool and interesting is that he had he had a life, you know, he, like you said, he was a doctor Mm -hmm. and he had really young doctor. Yeah. Yeah. And he had to, to give up his life and, and does so to help save his sister. And now they're running around as, as fugitives. Yeah. So that really speaks to, to what a strong character he is Mm -hmm. and, and what, what an incredibly selfless, act that would be and i i look at it similarly similarly to how you'd look at if if a spouse or a parent becomes ill or or something happens to where you have to care for them full time right so you have to like quit your job yeah and all of a sudden like you're you're dealing with them 24 7 and it's right you know simultaneously heartbreaking and frustrating and you love them and you're happy to do it but yeah it's yeah it's just in a an insane challenge and also we see more of their family history um where he his father is also a doctor or something and his parents are very much against him going to save uh river i think the parents are in on it I think they knew what they were doing. Because I'm trying to remember how this works. Now, when I rewatch it, I think I'll be able to talk about it better next week. But um, from what I remember, they were kind of like, oh, like, you can't go in there. Like, don't do it. You're giving up your life and whatever. And he's like, but she's dying and hurt and in pain. And they're like, but your life, you know? And, like, no parent would think that about their kid unless they they must have already known that they were putting her in that school. At the very least, they considered her a lost cause. Yeah. and or, Which I think most parents would not do that. I mean, think about this for a second. Right. In, in, in situations where, let's say, a child gets abducted or mm-hmm. something, years and years later, the parents don't give up Yeah, they're hope. still looking. They're yeah. still looking and yeah. hoping. So yeah, I think you're on to something with that. I think there was a hint of that in the show. Yeah. And maybe in Serenity. But um but there is a hint of that. And um maybe they got compensated, you know, maybe they were given opportunities. Right. Maybe he was or given opportunities threatened. because of her. Maybe they asked that 
their son would be able to do more things if the daughter was taken. I don't know. It's possible. Yeah. But, um, well, that's, that's a good point because it could totally be a, like, she's too hard to deal with. We can't deal with her. So it's like a win win because we get rid of it. Yeah. The problems, but like our son will be able to be successful. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of really interesting possibilities with that. Yeah. Yeah. River is just a super cool, super cool character. And I remember after Serenity just being like, wait, no, that's not enough. Like, right. I need more. <laughs> I need more insight into this character. Like, yeah. I need to understand her more. Yeah. That whole thing, oh my God, in Serenity. I can't wait to talk about it. <laughs> um, But yeah, so they're quite the pair, really. Yeah. For sure. Well, so last character, and I think once we... Uh, talk about uh, Shepherd Book probably as good a time as any to to go ahead and just wrap it up since yeah. we're almost to an hour here. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, let's just talk about him. He's mm-hmm. he's actually one of of all the characters. I like them all uh, except Jane. He doesn't really do it for me too yeah, much. Yeah, he's alright. Yeah, um, he's one of my favorites because. Here you have this this guy who is who is a a clergyman but knows all of this really illicit weird stuff. Yep. You know, Yeah, it's I want to like, know more about him too. Yeah. For sure. He um It's like a, a Catholic priest that knows all about uh like, I don't know, something. He's like a secret hitman. Right. Like he Right. Yeah, like I don't know, he knows a lot about violence and fighting and and so it becomes a question of like well do you know these things because you used to you used to participate in them or is it because you were around that and you were always trying to minister to people yeah it always seemed like the former rather than the latter. I, de- I definitely think that that's the implication there. Yeah. Is that he either used to be some sort of illegal person mm-hmm. or he still was while he was a shepherd. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's definitely another one of those things where you wish there was more. Yeah. Wish there was more info. Yep. I wonder if there are, are there comic books Yes, there are. That continue the story? That's a good question. There are comic books. I don't know what they do in those comics. So that's something that that maybe we can check out and report back on next week. That would be pretty cool to read Mm -hmm. if we ever ever had another book club episode. Yeah. Well, we can do comics. Yeah, we can do comics. Comics Because those are easy. And they're also a little bit more interesting, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> no, actually, I'm rereading a book right now that I read in high school, and I'm loving it. Loving. Oh, yeah? It's going to take me a while. But um, The Once in Future King, did you ever read that by T.H. White? Mm, it's like no, kind of the most accepted King Arthur book. Really? Besides like the really, really old ones. Hmm. Um, It's really good. It's got the whole, like, y- you could read it to your kid. Like, it's we read oh, yeah. it in high school. It's easy. It's not easy to read but it's very kid friendly it even you know the part in sword of the stone the disney movie where um 
they're like the two fish and they turn into fish and they're like swimming around the moat and stuff. Yeah, I think so. Vaguely. Well, anyway, that's in the book. I mean, it's all, the Disney movie's basically taken from this book. So it's Mm -hmm. all very like, it starts off with King Arthur as a kid Mm -hmm. and then kind of like goes through his whole life. Cool. I don't know if the whole thing is kid friendly. Let me get back to that. Okay. I'll get back to you. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's awesome. Okay. Anyway. Um, good side recommendation. Yes. Um, so, so yeah, so those are the main characters of the show. And I think it, like just spending an hour talking about them made me realize how wide of a, of a, uh, spectrum. Yeah. Like there's Joss a lot of depth covers. to the bench yeah. there. It's cool. And, and they're the depth and breadth of the characters really, for me, it really hits home the, the idea of, they barely scratched the surface in the series. Mm-hmm. And there were so many directions that they could go with with the characters. So Yeah. Say say la vie. Yeah. So next Hopefully week one day it'll come back. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I'm not optimistic. I'm not either. I kind of feel like it's not going to. No, I don't think it will. They're getting yeah. old. Yeah. They're not getting old, but there's, you know, it would be hard to pick it up, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think that's a like I said, a good point to to leave it for this week. Yeah. And so what we'll do next week is we'll watch the rest of the series, mm-hmm. and we'll report back with a kind of a plot, more of a plot focus Episode. sort of thing. I want to talk about the Reavers too. Yeah, and more for sure. about the Alliance and that stuff, and the music. Yeah, and the excellent music. Mm-hmm. So we'll hit that. And uh, Chinese swear words. Yeah, I and, love. We we need to talk about yeah, the whole language thing too, for totally. sure. Yeah, yeah. Because there are all the Weedy scripty lines in there that like they make up their own words and stuff. I love it. Yeah. Shiny was one of them. Tune in next week, and in the meantime, on Twitter, like talk about Firefly because I know you guys are all really right. interested in talking about Firefly. Yeah, because we've been berated with suggestions uh, about covering this show, so. Hashtag nerdfly. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I like it. Do it up. Hashtags are okay to use, people. Yeah, hashtag Don't nerdfly. let hipsters tell you any different. Yeah, screw it. Yeah. Okay. So, Jay Metzendorf on Twitter, Megan Paletti on Twitter, yep. at Nerd Novice. Yeah, hashtag nerdfly. Yeah, let's We'll catch it. you next week. Thanks for listening. See ya.